you're sitting up against the the bench towards the front window or yeah we were enjoying sitting, our backs were to the to high street mm-hmm. um with that big window in the bar facing towards the stage i mean i guess it kind of sometimes felt like exposed having a giant window behind us but like come on who's yeah. gonna do anything was our thought process um, we never really considered it as something that you needed to be super super like wary of you know yeah someone could see in but like what what would anybody do? We certainly never thought that someone would just randomly decide to shoot a single bullet into the bar for no discernible reason and then drive off and never be caught. That wasn't necessarily like our spot. That's just where we were that day. There was like a really loud crack and it it happened fast enough that like certainly like mentally I wasn't processing everything in the moment, but like I wasn't out unconscious Mm -hmm. is what I mean by that. There was like a loud crack. I remember like forcefully standing up but not really doing it myself and then like falling over like haphazardly like weight um, down and weirdly and like not knowing why at first screaming what the f- what the f-? and it didn't seem like it hurt that much but I had like a major like total body shock at the same time but it, it wasn't necessarily like if if you were to like cut yourself that's a different kind of pain than like getting shocked it was more like getting shocked and Then I was just kind of like on the table and like had no clue what had happened. Um, I was just kind of looking around like, okay, well, I guess I'll just sit back up. Sorry and really awkward that I screamed what the to the entire bar, but then I couldn't sit back up. And then my buddy, um, Dan, was like, oh my God, he's just been shot. And I'm like, that's not what happened. And then I looked around at the glass and I'm like, oh, there's a hole there. That might be what happened. And I kind of, I kind of put it together over the span of like 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. Um, The denial phase did not last that long though. I pretty much figured out that, like, if I couldn't, I, and then I tried to, like, I couldn't stand up. So I was like, can I feel anything? Um, like, pinching myself, like, getting under, finding my skin. Like, I couldn't feel anything. So I was like, huh. I was sitting right there. It seems like that's where my back was. I probably got shot in the spine and paralyzed. It was something I figured out pretty quickly as well, too. So I just tried to, like, stay, like, hold myself upright because I didn't really know what to do and just, like, keep breathing. Um, It wasn't super easy to breathe, but that's probably more, like, shock than anything else. And I, like, thought, like, maybe I should lower myself onto my back, but I wasn't having a very good time. And I was like, maybe I should just stay in this exact position. Don't do anything. My legs kind of were just, like, splayed out under me. No major broken bones or anything. No major injuries. Like, straight to the spine. Didn't go any further. Which is good, because if it had gone like a few centimeters further, it would have hit my aorta and I'd be dead. It's super unusual for someone to be a victim of a crime like this when they are not already involved in something like this. It doesn't just start out of nowhere. So for someone to have just been driving by, and again, they were never caught and Mm -hmm. likely never will be. So we can't really know what their psychology was or their decision making was. But I have to imagine that they thought there would be no consequences to their actions. And unfortunately for the world, there have been no consequences to them for their actions. Mm -hmm. I don't just say unfortunately for me, because, you know, what if they do it again? If this story changes anyone's mind on the regulations and the way that we are trying to limit gun violence in our Mm -hmm. cities, then that's a major victory, in my opinion. Because I have seen guns compared to alcohol, for example. Thousands and thousands of Americans die every year from alcohol poisoning, alcohol use disorder, 
alcohol-related cancers, including throat cancer, mouth cancer, or liver cancer. But no one is asking to ban alcohol because there is a positive social good associated with alcohol. People have fun with alcohol. People make memories with alcohol. And some people realize that their relationship with alcohol is unhealthy and decide to quit using it. Some people compare guns to alcohol. They say that guns provide a positive social good and that people can have fun with guns and that they are worth the damage that they do to society. The difference between guns and alcohol is that alcohol is meant to be for fun. Guns are meant to kill people. So how can you say that guns have a positive social good for such a broad portion of society when the only reason that they've become a necessary part of someone's self-defense is because other people had them in the first place? It's really difficult, for, in my opinion, for society to square up the need for self-defense with the need to hurt each other, because there is no need to hurt each other, in my opinion. I grew up in your usual safe suburban enclave, where surely some people there owned guns, but they frankly didn't do anything with them. They might go hunting one weekend a year. They might go to the range one weekend a year. And even if they did use them more than that, they didn't really show it because they were using guns as a recreational tool in a responsible manner. So in my area, gun violence wasn't really a problem that was conceived of and wasn't really something that existed in Mainville. The reality is that people have guns and cars and they can drive to you and shoot you for no reason, which is exactly what happened to me. I thought of gun violence as an abstract problem that an important one but not my problem. And I learned the hard way um, that the reality of guns is that they are made to shoot people at a distance and you don't have to be close to the problem to be impacted by it. I used yeah. to think it was a problem that would never affect me. Then the problem affected me. And the problem affected me despite taking some, I think what most people would have viewed as reasonable steps to avoid being affected by the problem and not going into areas that are super, super problematic, not associating with people that own guns or shoot people. And I thought that you could just avoid the problem by just living your life and not going near it. And that's just not the reality anymore.